What's up, Zane? What's up, Alfin? I see you all. Just waiting for Derek. What's up, Jade? Vanessa, shout out to you. Sabina. How is everybody? Hope everybody is good. Um, we are going to have an open discussion with Mr. Infinity, exactly, Zane. Um, just waiting on him to join, but so far, who are you? Um, I hope you're well. Where are you from? Okay, let me just... Open round, ask your questions. Let's get it. All right, so basically what we're going to do, um, we decided to do South Africa, Toronto. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so as always, uh, when me and Mr. Infinity, aka Derek, go, on, go live, uh, we want to talk about nutrition, fasting, health, uh, but we end up talking about all different things um so we are just going to let this conversation flow and um yeah you have the the chance to um ask us your questions um just a little bit about derek derek is a personal trainer former pro basketball player played in norway um was the mvp of the league came home to uh to the united states where he was born and there he is um and uh man he is called mr infinity for a reason he's one of the best people who maintain uh longevity and um yeah yeah we, we're trying to do this every sunday last sunday was Eid, so uh, a muslimic holiday my family being muslim hey so <laughs> peace, what's, up, what's up how are you doing man you're good i'm good how you doing i'm, I'm also good i'm also good you're setting up yeah, i think Ben. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Is this is this your new studio? Okay, I can hear you now. All right, sweet. All right, what's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing good, doing good. Just came home from uh from playing basketball. I got, so you got personal. Yeah, man, things things got personal. Like we yeah, won. You got, little, you got a little brew. Yeah, 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 and um. You know how it is, you know. You know, yes, play, I played I played soccer for 13, no, 14 years. So uh, when things get personal, you got to finish the job. <laughs> I heard that. You, you see that, right? You see that. Yeah, I it's see somebody annoying. got you, man. Somebody hit you with an elbow or what? Uh, actually, I did a spin move and bumped somebody into the shoulder. Um, yeah. But that was not the reason why things got serious. Um, so anyway. Yeah, how'd it turn out, man? You sure you came on top or what? Yeah, 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 we won, we won, we won, we won. That's what it's all about. Bro. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes your ego got to, you know what I mean, win. Sometimes, I mean, I mean, when you're playing a game where you have competition and where the reason is to win, then you got to do it. In life, you don't have to, right? You don't have to always compete. But when it comes to a game, you want to win. I mean, like, that's the reason why I'm playing the game. So, uh, yeah, how are you? How are you? I'm good, man. You got to give me a couple minutes to get some extra sleds in, so I appreciate it. Nice. Uh, just in the gym right now, man. Just got to uh, finish doing, like, some uh, some pull and some heavy pushes, man. So, uh, 
Life is good. I can't complain, man. I missed you last week. Last uh, week was a was a holiday for Muslims, and uh, you know, my family yeah. f- celebrating that holiday. That's just like Christmas for everybody else. You know, a entire family comes together, and this being a very weird holiday because of COVID and stuff. Right. Um, you know, that was a family day, but you know, it's, we're we're back to we're back to business, and we yeah, like for everybody. Yeah. We, we're gonna do this every week if we can. Uh, because you enjoy it. I personally enjoy the talks with you because I always learn so much. And uh, yeah, man, here, here yeah. we are. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Uh, did you, because um, I know last week we always get kind of cut off short. Did you have uh, some questions from last week? You just want to just get, get rolling today or what? Um, like, I, like, Instagram does not save the questions. So, you know, everybody is able to ask the questions whenever they want to. Yeah. Um, but we already got one. So if you have a topic you want to talk about, uh, just just shoot, shoot a question in this you know little question box over here, and uh, we're trying to cover it. Um, but what usually happens is that we get a question, then we talk, and then you know all interesting topics come out of it. So um, right, right, right. Yeah. You have something yeah. on your mind you want to talk about? For me? Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Yesterday I did that little ask me question things, man. I got a lot of uh, people asking me questions about the George Floyd um, situation. Oh, oh, you know what we can do? You know what we can do? If you start a life, you can pull up the questions if it's within 24 hours. Nah, it's over. I just try to look at them today. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but that's it's all okay. good. Um, that and a lot of people was asking me just like, um, uh, what was it? I got a it was it was sometimes it's like so crazy like I get like a lot of questions about the same topic yeah week so this week was like a lot about the George Floyd another one was like how to um how to overcome stress like how to like overcome like stress um mm. in their life so uh yeah what, we can talk would, about what would you say to that man as far as like the health the health aspect of like mm. how, how how do you overcome um uh, like stress you know um well in the end that's I think that's something something everybody needs to understand is that when we speak about stress, the body does not differentiate between physical or emotional or uh, illusionary stress. Like there is just stress. Okay, you can stress your body by eating eating crap. You can stress your body by working too much. You can stress your body by um, overthinking too much. You know, right. all of that creates stress in your body. And most of the time, when stress is chronic. It becomes, it becomes detrimental, right? So for example, a workout is also stress, but because it's temporary, very short, it's positive stress. So your body gets a stimulus to, to be more resilient. When we talk about stress, we're talking about the former, so the chronic version of stress. Fear-mongering, we're talking about, as I said, uh, you know, not being able to provide for your family, all these things. We're talking about that stress. Now, what's important is to understand that you have to have some kind of um, root work. That's what I would call it. So meditation, um, being able to just turn off your, your mind and just tune in into the now, right? Just forget about the world, what's happening. Just focus on yourself, go inward and just be present. That's one of the most important aspects of overall health. And that's what keeps you... What keeps you going, to be honest? What about you? Like, how would you how do you handle stress? That's real, man. I uh, I, I think I think stress is a good thing. You know, a lot of times yeah. stress is a good thing because like it forces you um, to 
increase your threshold for like any pain or anything. Like mm. I said, like in the gym, you're stressing yourself. Um, so it forces you the next time to come back stronger. You know, so I think sometimes people have to look to have to like change their perspective on what stress is. Because stress, like you said, stress could be a good thing. So because the outside world is just a projection of your inside world. Mm. And so, and so if, if your outside world is stressing you, that means you got to get tougher and stronger in your inside world and kind of figure like what 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 are you why are you creating this mm. and so you got to grow up you know what i'm saying so it forces you to evolve so i, I think i look at stress as like okay sweet it's time it's time to, it's time to step my game up you know what i'm saying it's, it's growth it's, it's go time it's go time now. Mm -hmm. now. so like like when i'm in the game and i'm like oh shit like when somebody's really pressing you and like making you work harder you be like all right it's go time. So that's that's the same way I look at life. Like when life hit me, I'd be like, all right, it's go time. So um, so that's kind of like how I take on stress. But my threshold for pain and my threshold for stress is so high that I don't even feel it no more. Like I, I've been through the worst of the worst. So so I'm at I'm at a point where, where I'm just like, mm -hmm. I, don't even feel it no more. I think people need, if you feel the stress a lot, man, it means you need to grow up a lot. I agree. I agree. Um. You know, I think that, like, we take things too personal. That's what I believe. Like, yeah. for example, when something happens to you in life, it does not happen because someone was mad at you, like God was mad at you or the universe was mad at you. It just happens because it's life, right? Your only job is to observe what's happening. And then you have the choice to decide whether you take it as a motivation to become a better version of you or to just avoid that thing. For example... Um, if you can't climb, a, if you can't climb a tree, you have two options, right? Like if that's your obstacle, you either can decide to learn how you're, uh, how you climb that tree or you just avoid climbing on trees whatsoever. And depending, yeah, I mean, in the end, your life might depend on being able to jump, climb on the tree. For example, if a bear is chasing you or whatever, right? So it's always better to see these obstacles in front of you as a form of challenge to better yourself. And the exactly. more, like, that's, that's why so many people who went through the worst of the worst turn out to be successful in the end if they adopt the right mindset and see life as, you know, as a, as a big lesson yeah. and less personal. That's also my approach. That's why, like, whatever happens in my life, I see it, like, although it might create stress in my body, in the end, I'm using it as fuel to become better and yeah. more resilient and calmer and to be able to stay calm in a storm man that's a real superpower i'm telling you yeah yeah man pressure can do one or two things you know but, uh, yeah yeah but um but that's real man inside out man i think a lot of people need to change their perspective on on that they create in reality man take 100 percent responsibility so i think like that that alleviate a lot of stresses man and it force you to uh go inward you know there's yeah. so many people there's so many people that are reactive and like and mm. like um and let the outside world their effects their at at effect of the outside world instead of being cause of their experience so and I, and I think i think eventually man i think eventually as 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 the new or, as the new earth is kind of moving ushering in i mm -hmm. think that's gonna be, i think that's going to be the overriding mindset of the majority of people right now Majority of people are, I feel like they're at effect, but I think long term, man, people are gonna be more at cause and like more causation. So, 
But yeah, man, how you been doing on fasting though, man? You been you been doing fasting a lot or what? Yeah. Um yeah. so I'm I'm big on fasting as you know. I fast every two weeks. Um yeah. so the the next fast, fast every two weeks for for how long? Three two to three days. Like I try to fast five days a month. Um, mm-hmm. like full days. And then of course, when I'm eating, I'm doing intermittent fasting. I sometimes eat just once a day. Sometimes I eat twice. You know, I, as we talked last time, especially in the summertime, food needs to be redefined. So stepping out in the sun, that's food. Being in the right circle of friends, that's food. So that's why, like, I personally, I don't eat that much simply because I just believe that I don't need it. Of course, there are many, many physiological benefits of it, cell regeneration, stem cell secretion, whatever, hormonal balances. But the real reason why I don't like to eat that much is that because I have mental clarity. Mm. I eat, the rest of the day I'm focused, I have more energy once you adapt to that lifestyle. And then if you don't eat that late, your sleep becomes better, I dream better. And for me, as somebody who's very, very, like who's able to uh, lucid dream, or even astral project sometimes. I'm telling you, my life is a my life is a big meditation, and that's why I just like to not eat that much, and particular not to eat heavy. Of course, if I have fruit, then I'm eating fruit because it's light. You know, it's burned fast quickly. It gives you enough, uh, some boost of energy. But that's why I have this fasting regimen, and yeah, it is what, how it is. What's your goal with that, man? Like, is, are you do you like? Do you, do you want to evolve with that or you kind of like, you locked in there? Like you want to be, is that kind of like you, you found the, the groove for you? Um, that's the groove for right now, to be honest. Um, I'm still young. I'm still moving my body intensely every single day. Um, I want to push, but I'm, I'm aware that that's not something that I'm going to do in that intensity for the rest of, for the rest of my life. Like your body changes, you have to adapt. Um, maybe when I, when I get older, um, or not, let's not say when I get older, but when I add age to my, not to my, uh, when I add, I don't know, how do you say that? <laughs> let's just, let's just say. When as I you evolve, older, as you evolve. Yes, yes, okay, that's the right word. As I evolve, um, you have to accept that your body is going through a change and just being able to adapt to that. So right now, um, this five day a week, every two weeks is perfect because I have this sweet spot of regeneration and still being able to perform at the highest level. But I understand that when I get, when I evolve, that I might change things to just be more um, long-term minded. Maybe I become Mr. Infinity 2 in the future, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're going to be on Mr. Infinity on steroids, man. Yeah, we're going to see, we're going to see. As far as now, um, I'm happy with it. Uh, my body feels great. Uh, I regenerate extremely like fast and um, I feel good, man. I just awesome, feel good. Man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. How is your fasting routine right now, or your eating routine? You good? Oh, uh, actually, I'm this week. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take it like a. I'm a, I'm pretty much gonna fast all week this week, nice. man. Just kind of like rejuvenate a little bit. I got nice. um, kind of had like a little, like a little like fog fogginess. Like I can't. It's like I got a mm. lot. No, I got a lot going on in my life right now. So I gotta. I need I need all that mental energy, mental clarity. I need everything everything online this week, man. So I can't really give up a lot of my energy. So I'm uh, I'm gonna try to ch- I'm gonna chill this week, man. Just take the week off and just kind of drink a lot of water, man. Do some teas and and uh, yeah, and give my body a chance to really like come online. 
Good, good, good. That's that's always a good thing. Like whenever you feel, that's for everybody. Whenever you feel, um, as is, as he said, like foggy, drained, fasting or a little like regeneration or detox or cleanse is going to help you so much. Simply because you take away the the energy which your body puts in digestion. The moment you eat, sixty five to eight uh, to seventy five percent of your entire energy goes into the gut. Right. So if you're eating constantly and we're usually eating when we're stressed, you just add to that stress again. So that's not the real, like the best way to tackle this turmoil which you have right now. That's real. A lot of people eat emotionally, man. You know, yeah, that's not good. That's not good. I think we all do to a certain extent. But um, yeah. another thing, like you said, like a lot of that stress goes to your gut. I mean, like a lot of that stress goes to your physical body when you eat. But another thing, man, like, I look at it from like a higher view too. Like mm -hmm. all we are is vibrational beings, man. So if you give your body a chance to like not take in so much like dense physical food, you can like get different thoughts, man, and tune into different frequencies. So sometimes when you fast, and I know like probably you experience this when you fast, and then you get you get more like you said more clarity, and you can get access to to, to different realms of information too. So I like to be able to like tune in to like different information you know yeah so yeah, if I'm, yeah. If I'm always eating and like stuck into this dense physical reality man that's all i'm gonna get is like like lustful like physical like um dense ass thoughts you know what i'm saying yeah and, like, and sometimes my discipline is lacking where i feel like i'm more like um like gluttonous or or uh, have like um or lustful or whatever whatever physical uh qualities um are in the third dimension, man. Like, I, when, when I fast, I kind of rise above them, man. It's easier to kind of, like, see them from a different perspective. So, yeah. You know what's interesting? Um, fasting, as it is a, a health practice right now, uh, you know, being being propagated in the West, to be honest, fasting is actually a very spiritual uh, practice. So, um, you see fasting before people entered the mystery schools in ancient Egypt, a.k.a. Kemet. Um, you see a prolonged fast in Abrahamic religion. So Jesus and Moses fasted for 40 days. Uh, Buddha fasted for most of his life. Um, you see fasting more in the people who were highly intelligent and highly spiritual in the past, right? Even like people like um, Pythagoras uh, was a big fan of fasting, who actually went to the mystery schools in Egypt. So that is a hint that fasting gives you more access to this spiritual realm, this, you know, the higher frequency. And that actually makes sense. Why? Because you're abstaining from tangible material foods to have access to non-material, non-physical information, right? So you still have to burn energy. And it happens in your body, yes. But you become more sensitive to your environment. Your senses get sharper. Just imagine like if you're, if an animal is starving, their senses get extremely sharp. They smell better, they see better because they need food to, for survival. Same thing happens in humans. We see colors sharper. We, um, almost as if we get a higher intuition as well for, for everything else, right? Sorry. So, um, yeah, exactly. In the mystery schools, man, in the mystery schools, in order, to, in order to get in the mystery schools, you had to fast for 40 days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's real. Like, and a lot of people, uh, I was talking to my, like, my friend, this girl the other day, and I said, they like, they have normalized a death culture. 
Like our culture is a culture of death and, and mm. they've normalized it, man. They've normalized like being gluttonous. They've normalized like um, lustful activities, man. They've mm -hmm. normalized like, they normalize like so much like low vibrational energy. And, yeah. and like, and that's why like me, I know I'm gonna be successful, man. Cause, cause I'm aware, like, and I, yeah. know that, yeah. I know, I know how vibration <laughs> works and I know how energy works and I know how, how I just know how it works, you know? And it's so easy to know how it works, but people are just so like tuned into a low frequency. And it's sad because they don't even, they're not aware of it, but, um, but it's just like, man, it's like, God damn. It's like, as, 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 I, as I see it, it's like, man, you don't even, but, and then, and then, but I'm, <laughs> then they laugh at me because I'm the weird guy. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Derek is this, oh, Derek is that. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's funny, it's funny how grew up, man, everybody around me, man, I, I was the, 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 the butt of, of jokes a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? My whole life, I'm like, mm, I'm always I hear different. I've always been real different, like you know what I'm saying. So I was always a butt of jokes, mm. and so all the people that I was a butt of jokes, but now they coming to me asking me like, man, what 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 I need to do here, what I need to do there, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's just funny, man. So if you are if you are the black sheep of the family, or if you are like um, if you if if if, the, if inside of you is is like different, man, just be different, man. You ain't yeah. gotta be like everybody else. You ain't gotta follow the crowd, man. Like. I believe in you, man, and like realize you don't need nobody but your own mind and your own soul. Like, cause just cause you can't see it, man, you got beings around you. I'm telling you, and I, and that's one thing I've always knew that I got, I got just cause you can't see them, man. I know I got beings around me, so I don't really need nobody. Like, you know, what I mean? so, so that's one thing that kind of helped me overcome a lot of like the fucking ridicule and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. it's always like as you mentioned, like. Once you embark on that journey and show your true self, people will question you, like, what's going on? Why is, what is, like, why is that person different right now? But to be honest, to do what is most real to you, so being authentic, is the, the own, like, it's freedom. That's freedom. Like, if you're not able to express yourself fully, and I'm not saying, like, dressing a weird way or whatever, but just simply to speak your mind, you're not free. And if it's your social uh, pressure which you have in your family or your friends, they're not your friends if they keep you down. So you have to be ready to let go and see who's understanding, who's open-minded enough to help you in that journey. And I lost many friends in the past seven years, eight years, simply because of that reason. I, I, you know, I started to speak my mind. And... Yeah, you, you're going to you're going to be ridiculed. You're going to be laughed about. But once you settled and found yourself, um, you're going to be so grounded in your opinion, and 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 you're going to be so strong in what you believe because you see other things. You see, you communicate with your ancestors or spirits or angels that nothing can shake you. So definitely be on that journey, and you see that in a lot of successful people as well. Like. Everybody had a, like, even basketball, Phil Jackson, he was a highly spiritual dude, right? Always meditated, always believed in or, or taught these um, Tao principles and stuff, simply because there is a correlation between being spiritual and being successful because you're just, yeah, you're just using how the universe works, right? You're yeah. using your both hands.
But yeah, that's man. real. And like, and like, and like, like I'm 42, so when I was coming up, man, we didn't have all this like social media and like access to all these like, like, like meeting you and like do, doing different, like having like quick access to people yeah. on a high level, man. It's easier now, so. So it was like I said, it was a challenge for me because this wasn't out here like when I was coming up. But now, man, now it's like you can find you can find you can find your soul tribe. You know yeah, what I'm easy, easy. Yeah, yeah. For like, everybody yeah. who's for everybody who's interested, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it. Um, I opened a book club where we're gonna talk about exactly these topics. Um, how to um start this journey. It's called Story of Haru. Um, check that out on Instagram. Um, give it a follow. And this is simply a WhatsApp group and a Zoom call, which we do every two weeks or once a month. But we're going to discuss a book or a certain topic. And um, this soul, soul fam is going to help you to start this spiritual journey. Right? So I'm going to prepare little presentations for you on how to apply the knowledges which we're going to read in the books into your own life so you become more aware about your surroundings. So we can build up on um yeah we can build a new future because a shift is happening right now but you just can't like you just can't destroy the old without being prepared for the new and we're gonna need to be prepared spiritually for a better world you, you, like it simply makes no sense to destroy the old bad world without having a new plan like you know so definitely check that out yeah right. what's some what's some what's, what's what's some of your top five books What topic? <laughs> Just the top five coming to come. Ah, wait, wait. So first of all, see, I was never a big reader, but you see the, the pile of books, right? Yeah, wow. So to, to choose one of those is going to be difficult, but I already have like two, which I definitely choose. Number one, yeah. this one. Like this Wayne one. Chandler. Shout out Wayne Chandler. Wayne Chandler, like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my top five books and my stories afterwards, so you can check it out. Then, do you know this one? The Meadow Nature? I heard of it. I never read it. This one is actually very compressive, uh, comprehensive. Um, it's very, it's, it's thick, but it covers so many topics. Um, what else? What else? There's so many good books out there. Um, then, 100%, where is it? So, you know, I talk a lot about uh, colonialism on my page as well and how we are deprived of real knowledge. So this is The African Origin of Civilization by Cheek Ansa right? For everybody who's interested in pre-colonial uh, African history, which is the building block of in the entire Western, um, uh, Western society, that's the book you should check out. And as well, Dr. Ben, this one. Black man, uh, black man of the Nile, right? Yeah, you want some deep topics? That's what's up. These, yeah, these these are definitely one of my favorite books. And then let's say one for a mindset is um, I actually like this one. Oh no, not this one. You know the prophet? But um, yeah, that's a sweet book. So we got uh, spirituality. We got uh, the Seven Hermetic Laws by, by Mr. Chandler. Uh, we got African history, which is the building block of our entire world. You know, we all come from Africa in, in the origin. And then this one is more of a spiritual book. Um, 
like it talks about basic human principles. It's beautifully written. It's written in poems. But yeah, what's your top like? Let's say top three out of your head. Um, top three probably. Uh, probably like Napoleon Hill, Law of Success, and Sixteen Lessons. Nice. Uh, the Kabbalion, uh, and then. Um, Oh, what's another good book I like, man? I got so many books too, man. It's difficult to um, decide. Isn't I, it? like, I like, I like, uh, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Hilton Hotima. But yeah. He got, a book called, he got a book called Man's Higher Consciousness. That's really like, if somebody gets through that book, man, you're going to be, you be a different person, man. Like, crazy. But Hilton Hotima, like, Hilton Hotima, like, yeah. Look him up. Look him up. But, uh, wait, I'm going to, yeah. yeah, but, uh, there we go. Yes, I gotta check. I gotta. I gotta get into your book club, man. Yeah, you should, man. Like once, once a month or every two weeks, we're gonna have a little Zoom call where we all going to, um, you know, discuss and help each other out, build a little uh, connection throughout the world, and awesome. um, it's actually awesome. going to be cool because I already know that we connected throughout continents. Like we have people from Asia, we have people from Africa, uh, South America, North America, obviously Europe. Um, so it's going to be international, and you're going to connect with so many beautiful people. Yeah, the second book is called The Kabbalion. The Kabbalion. Um, like, it's kind of like, you got it? Um, wait, I think I have it. But, um, but I was going to say, uh, what you think about, what you think about that? Uh, I got so many questions about that um, George Floyd incident, man. Coming from, like, uh, from, from a different, like, a different background, a different yeah. perspective. Like what's your what's your take on that? Like, I ain't trying to get. I'm not trying to get like distracted or get, get off topic yeah. too much. But yeah. it was just so many people that asked me a question about, it. and then and then from my answer, I probably got like thirty or forty comments from that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So mm. uh, a lot of people didn't like my really like my answer, but I really don't. What, care. what was your answer? What was your answer? Um, I said that like, like for one, I I don't get I don't get caught up into the distraction of it all because I know it's, yeah. it's mainly a distraction. Um, yeah. But second off, like, I think people just got to understand, man, like, they're not going to, like, like, white society, man, they just not going to, they're not going to, like, love you, like, or they're not going to, like, they really, like, it's just is what it is, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like, yeah. and I don't like, I don't like the black, I don't like, I don't get into the Black Lives Matter, like, all this, like, you know what I mean, fake mm. outrage, man, you know what I'm saying, it just really doesn't do anything, and it's like, um, and it's like begging, it's like begging somebody to like you or begging somebody to love you, like that they showed you four hundred plus years, man, that they don't really care about you. So it's like, just love yourself, man. Put all that energy in, inside, you know what I'm saying? Inside your community, inside your home, and you know what I'm saying? Instead of like begging somebody, get yeah. begging somebody to love you that showed you that they they had a they foot on your neck for eight minutes. You know what I'm saying? So I hear you. I, I hear you. I just don't under, I just don't understand that. So. But I mean, some people got on me like, like be doing it because of this or blah, blah, blah. like. But um, I hear you. But I was, I was curious, what's your perspective was? Um, so being a white person who's not living in the United States, I have limited, you know, uh, uh, rights to to comment on that. You know, I don't want to disrespect anyone. But from my opinion, um, like. First of all, speaking to all white people, we have to understand that whatever the Western society has built is built upon colonialism. 
That's number one. Like, colonialism was so successful, and that's actually sad to say that, that black people around the world think that they're inferior to white people. You see that in colorism, even when you go to Nigeria, for example, you have like all the models, all the billboards, actors, they're very like light skinned, right? Just this, because like people have this idea that the lighter your skin, the more successful you'll be, right? And white settlers were so penetrant with their ideology that they demonized um, indigenous culture so which that many black people or Africans forgot about their history, which was even richer than the European, right? Because they were more connected to their, to their roots. So in my opinion, what all white people need to understand is that whatever wealth was built is built upon slavery and colonialism and indoctrination. So you have to be aware of how you can um, how you can work against your own privilege and help your black brothers and sisters throughout the world by stepping back, by, you know, by just being more aware of how your privilege was formed. That's number one, right? Wow. So number two, number two is to all, like, and that's where my right is limited because I'm a white person and I'm not rec recommending black people to do things. But I believe that like the black community needs to have own land like you all need to get away from the white people and build something on your own or even have a two-state solution in the united states to be honest because white supremacy this the system you're living in right now europe europe and the united states was built like just like that it was built upon slavery it was built on a two-class society so that one type of person is worth more than the other. And as long as you don't destroy that and build a new thing, you will keep, as you said, begging for, uh, begging for rights. And I have a lot of friends who just bought land and they're just building their own communities. And I just believe that's the right thing to do because in the end, the entire system, economic system, depends on creative people and we all know who's creative you know so rather than begging for for more rights you should just create your own communities your own alternate economy your own police your own whatever and then just let white supremacists know that they actually need you rather than you need them that's the right solution and i have many friends who are just pursuing that right helping helping communities in africa to grow um, starting economy, proper economy in Africa, uh, even in the United States, having proper, um, uh, uh, um, how do you say that? Um, alternative um, money streams, let's say it like that, like blockchain, for example. So all these things, they're mandatory for people to understand. And all the white people who really care about peace and and, 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 and a proper working society, they should support that rather than white supremacy, which is where we are right now. Yeah, that's real, man. I like that. That's a really good uh, concept, man. That's a really good concept, yeah. man. Wish but on, more. but I, I want to add one more thing. Um, with the, all these riots and stuff, you also have to understand that um, most of the stuff is funded by rich white people. Like, 
they buy like i saw that in germany as well right it's not about only about black lives matter but we had an anti-lockdown protest the past four weeks here in frankfurt and the ones that made the um the protest radical were a group called antifa bought by by whom by a rich white guy called soros yeah and the same guy financed people who came into minnesota and you know started writing started breaking breaking businesses and stuff so you have to be careful who starts a riot and who's just a protester it's real man like, right uh, black lives matter black lives matter response was started by a white person but was it started i think it was infiltrated by a white person it started from by two Ran black by people oh wow yeah. that's not that but, i didn't uh, know but um but yeah yeah so man you got to realize the game what game you in like yeah. The media, the media is just gonna paint the picture they want you to see, and they and they want and they try to paint black people like I, I said, man. Like LeBron James was walking around these one of these white neighborhoods with a hood on, man. They probably he get the cops caught on. Like they like in in like you said, like the black people are the creators, mm. like the salt, the salt of the earth. You know what I'm saying? True. And so and so they they take our style and our take our they want they want us to entertain you. They want us to they they want black <laughs> people to be the the salt of the earth. But then, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and and then they like, it's still, I mean, they just like, I mean, like it's, it's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years, you know what I'm saying? And I know it's probably not a popular topic, but uh, it's just like, man, why, like you said, man, just create your own, man. Just be a creator and yeah. stop giving, and stop just giving away your energy. Like, mm. like, stop giving away your energy to somebody that already showed you they're not going to love you, man. Like, true. You know true, 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 true. Yeah, that does not even I mean want, that. I just, want to get your, I just want to get your take as a white person. Like, you know what I'm saying? What, you, what your thoughts were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, um, it's not even that it's a white versus black thing. But you have to understand that white people messed up Energy white people. Up. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, I mean like, you have to understand that when people say white people do that, white people do this, they're not particularly referring to you as as a person because of your skin color but because of what you stand for yeah, right and they're like microaggressions of racism like um like what um just assuming that somebody oh wait i don't know there's so many there's so many uh, for example all lives matter just saying that is a microaggression right you have a burning house which is black people in the united states and then you say that you focus on your house, which is all people, but you forget that there is a burning part, you know? Um, yeah. So, ah, man, that's a difficult and emotional topic. Um, yeah, but I appreciate but, you. I just wanted to ask you a question. As, yeah. as a, you know what I mean? Coming to you as a white person, just kind of like wanted yeah. your take, man. So, but, so I, I mean, appreciate it, man. I mean, that, it's important talk. It's important talk. And we yeah. as white, white people, we need to understand and use our privilege to help black people to find peace. Right, because black yeah, people or are don't, not living. Though, or don't. I don't think it's white people's responsibility. That's my thing. Like, white people going to, like, dude, I think they should be just, you know what I'm saying? I don't think they should be murdering or killing. You know what I'm saying? I think they yeah. should, like, like, think outside the box and not judge people. Like, but I think everybody judges. It just, it just is what it is. I think the system is, is the system. Mm. I, just don't, I, just, I just feel like, man, black people just need to take ownership, man, and just take more responsibility and stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. At the yeah, end that's of the day, true. That's yeah, true. But, but, but yeah, man. But yeah, man. But uh, any any questions though? Um, we have actually. That's a good one. What's your routine to get better every day? 
like do you have a morning routine or something like i personally i personally i hate morning routines just because so many entrepreneurs on youtube just mess that thing up like if mean? i if i see another person posting a video that 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 he wakes up at 5 a.m and does this and that i'm going crazy <laughs> you know what i mean like this entrepreneur mindset it's cool like it's cool that you wake up at five but i don't need to see seven million videos on it you know right, um right, right. i'm annoyed <laughs> i'm annoyed but like, everybody see. seems everybody seems to mandate that you have to have a morning routine it's important to have a morning routine but you have to be more flexible right they like True. people think that elon musk wakes up at 5 a.m and does this in the first one hour is what he does every single day they think like th that's that's the type of content that you see right but what is important in every aspect in your life is that you try something and then you have an experiment you whether whether you like it or not and then you have to understand that certain life circumstances require you to do be flexible in that plan but people get so fixed on that 5 a.m routine for example that they're trying to do it every single day although it makes no sense to wake up early for example if i go to bed at 1 a.m because i have a, a dinner or whatever i cannot force myself to wake up at five just because elon musk does right, right? right. but it's obviously it's important to have some kind of a routine in your day so what's your morning routine and it was a little rant. I don't know why I even went there. <laughs> um, I think he said, "What's your what? What was the question? What's your? Can you put? Can you put that question back yeah. up there? What's your routine what's your, to get better? I don't think he said morning. What's your routine to get better every day? Oh I think, shit! Yeah. Oh, no, yeah no, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just forget what I said. Just forget what I nah, said. Nah, <laughs> it's good. It's good. I, I was like, yeah. What's your routine to get better every day? I would say, um, for me. I think it's just like stay focused, like cut out distractions, man. And like every day I write down my goals every way, every day, like I visualize, man. And, uh, and, and then, and every day, like I got a big board, man, where I got my, like, like where I got my, my goals at, man. So I just really just look at that, man. And every day, just go after those. And, you know, and, and I make sure that everything I'm going after, I enjoy too, like, Mm. And so I think that mm -hmm. makes life simple, man. If you enjoy what you're doing and your goals are something you enjoy and not some something that somebody else told you you need to do or some or your mother said, man, you need to go to school to get your degree or like you need to do this or you need to do that. Like like everything I do, like I enjoy, you know what I'm saying? So um, I think it's simple when you like, like just write your goals down, man, and go after them. And I think your routine just kind of falls in, in place, you know what I'm saying? And instead of, instead of like you saying, being so rigid, um, and I think you probably do need some rigid things that you do, like sure. wake up, make, and I, I do wake up, make my bed or like mm -hmm. wake up, you know what I'm saying? Do simple yeah. stuff like that. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, man, every day, man, I think, I think, I think even if you get like, I told my sons, man, if you get point zero 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 one percent better every day, man, that's all I need. Just get a little bit better every day. You know what I'm saying? Compound interest is going to take hold eventually. You know what sure. I'm saying? So. Sure. So that's kind of like my routine, man. I, I, I write down my goals, man, and I just go after them. Yeah. That's important. That's important. You know, that's something that I I don't like to do. Like, I write, know write that. Goals, yeah, that's like doing it daily at least. Like, I, I do it every, every once in a while when I feel like I need it. But that's actually something that you should do every single day because the moment you write things on paper, magic happens. I don't know 
how, why, it's just the way, how the universe works. Like you yeah, put intention you visualize, to it. When you, as you write, man, you visualize and you, you do those two things together, man. It just, it just, the energy is, is, is grander, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but um, I have, still have to say that I like to visualize. Like I just sit there, I do my meditation where I try to focus on nothing. So just get in tune. And then I do my visualizing ex uh, exercises, just like, and I personally, I personally, I'm not the biggest manifester. Um, so I don't manifest or try to visualize material things that I want to achieve, but rather skills that I can acquire that lead me to something, right? So, um, for example, if I have loads of work to do, I don't ask to get to, to make the work disappear or something but rather to be able to handle the work, to find a creative solution to, to handle the work that I need to do. Or um, let's say I'm going through emotional turmoil. I don't ask for uh, that this emotional whatever just disappears, but I ask for strength so I can even actually become better. And the next time when this happens, I'm prepared for it. As we said in the beginning, like there are two ways to, to handle with, with, uh, with stress and, you know, visualizing is one big part of it. I know that, you know, my mind is strong enough. My connection is strong enough that whatever happens to me, I'm cool with it because I just feel lesser. But even, even when, if I, if I would die, right. I know that that was the lesson that I need to learn. Right. And I just, I just transitioned into another life. So, I'm cool with it. And that's when, when, when you get, become fearless. And the moment you become fearless, that's when you become dangerous to the system. And that's how it can help. It's real, man. And another thing, like, what, what you're saying, I think a lot of times, like, a lot of these books, a lot of these, like, new age books kind of, like, got people off the, off the track when it turns mm. to manifestation. Like, people think, like, like I visualize a Mercedes or I yeah. visualize a house. Like, <laughs> No man. Like no. it's more. It's more. It's like that's so. It's it's like it's more like you're not you're not like manifesting. You like creating, man. You create. Mm. What, you create your life. You don't just manifest it, man. So I think people like yeah. They feel like they don't gotta create. You visualize it, man. You're creating. You're not just like you know what I'm saying. So I just think that that's like a um, a small like little uh, factor I just wanted to point out, man. We we create our world, man. We don't just like. Now, this, this manifesting thing is way too crazy. One of the first books that you read on it is like The Secret. Yeah, right? they, got, they, got, they threw people all for a loop, man. They got people man. sitting around thinking, like, I can, I can. Yeah, so I'm not good if you understand it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like the marketing version of the actual thing. Like, exactly. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to buy a creative tool where you have to invest work to achieve your things but writing a check of hundred thousand and then just putting on pull it uh, put it on your vision board that's something which is you know sellable but that's, that's yeah, some yeah, yeah. new that's age like the, that's like the six minute abs or some yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yo that's this uh you know these uh yeah yeah that's the, that's a six minute abs <laughs> book right there man like you know what i'm saying don't let nobody fool you man it takes work and it takes like it can be easy, but it's mental creation, man. Like you're creating, you're not just sitting there, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah that that doesn't work. That doesn't work. So somebody asked um, if we read the seven spiritual laws of success. That's like actually, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I read that like when I was a kid, man. That's a really good. Book. Oh wow, like, nice. Yeah. That's a comprehensive book on understanding these seven laws, which is basically the Kabbalion again. 
like um yeah his more great. practical than the kabayan but yeah, yeah it was good true yeah deepak chopra is actually amazing when it comes to spiritual work yeah he one he's one of the first people like him and like wayne dyer i don't know if you heard of wayne dyer like deepak oh. wayne dyer like I have um, Bob Proctor, you never know him. I know, I know Bob Proctor, about I don't know those, Dyer. Those are those are like the first people I like, kind of like started me on this way too. Mm. Like, I had to fall asleep listening to Wayne Dyer like for like a year straight. Nice. You never heard of him, huh? I don't know Dyer to be honest. You should check him out, man. I think you would like him. All right, let me check it. Let me Wayne check it. Wayne Dyer, D Y E R. He died recently, but uh. Oh. Yeah, he got some good stuff, man. Wayne Dyer. Wait, his little, name is Dyer? His name is Dyer? D-Y, yeah, D-Y-E-R, yeah. Wow, what, what a name, man. Dyer. He died. I mean. Yeah, he was, he was, uh, yeah, he was, I mean, he was like, he was a starter. He was like one of the originators, man, the godfathers of this shift in consciousness, man. What was it? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. White guy, too. Really cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's check on, uh, oh, yeah. What's the update on ATG building? Only got to visit once, my guy Zane. So you, you moved, right? Yeah, like, I mean, as you probably see me, I'm sitting in here right now, but like a lot of our, um, it's pretty much, I don't know if let me see if people can see, like, it's pretty much empty, man, in here now. Oh, like, yeah. we pretty much, we pretty much cleared out mm -hmm. of, every, of everything. Because uh, basically, like, we, we're doing more, more online training now, and it's like, it's, it's getting so busy that we can't really take um, athletes anymore. So, so, um, so yeah, man, we like, eventually, eventually we like, our plans is to open up something like massive. Like we really can really like train a lot of athletes and have our like uh, form grading department in there, with, like maybe like a track with like turf and like, nice. but, um, but right now we got to just grind, grind with the uh, online. Grind online, man. Cause that's where it, we got a lot, a lot of, a lot of obligation to our online members, you know. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, but you have to visit once, though, man. We appreciate you coming down, whoever that was. I don't know who that was, but that's yeah. thing. That's thing. But yeah, man, that's uh, actually cool. That's like for everybody who doesn't know, ATG is one of the uh, leading. Um, how would you, how would you describe that? Leading uh, first knee pain trainings. Like, if you have knee pain, go to ATG. Number one. Yeah. Number two, if you're an athlete or just want to want to move your body properly, uh, want to get pound for pound stronger, ATG is what you should do. Even if you're not an athlete and just a fitness guy or a woman, you should go to ATG because that's how you can get most for your body, right? So you're getting more flexible. You get you, like your regener uh, regeneration is higher. You, you're getting stronger. So there's just a win-win. That's the future of training. And that's why I personally, uh, for all the people who are coming from my page, uh, work with ATG for, how long was it? Like eight or nine months. And you learn so much, so many things. You should, definitely should check it out. Yeah, I appreciate the shout out, man. Yeah, we feel like we own something here. We feel like we found gold and we feel like we can really like impact a lot of lives, you know, and like prevent a lot of like uh, unnecessary surgeries. Yeah. You know, yeah. For, uh, but yeah, I appreciate it, man. And uh, and all my people, man, you gotta follow my dude, Mister Emery, right here, man. He put me on a fasting, uh, <laughs> a fasting, a fasting extraordinaire, man. So knows knows the ins and outs, man. So all the pitfalls that you may have when it comes to fasting, as far as health, as far as nutrition, man. Like 
page is dope, man. He's always got a wealth of knowledge, wealth of information, man. It's always handing it, out, handing it out, like free game over there with him, man. Like he don't even hold nothing back. He's giving up free game, man. So take advantage of it and uh, and yeah, man, get with him in on his fast, man, because it definitely it changes your, your your physical, mental, spiritual, emotional self. You know what I mean? And that's important, man, especially in the, the the times that we living in. That if you're not tuned in, man, if you're not in alignment with your true nature. You're gonna get you're gonna get plucked off the planet. Mm. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. That's what all this is about. Try and help uh, helping people to go the same path that we went in in your version. Like just give you little hints so you unlock your fullest potential and that's what you know is the best um result that you can see. All right. Um all right, that's a more of a very common question. Is it better to walk or run on an empty stomach for weight loss? Um, right. So, yes, it is, definitely, because you burn more fat, right? Um, so you should definitely run on an empty stomach. I personally, like, when I, whenever I work out, I work out on an empty stomach. I never work out on, on a full stomach. So, as I mentioned earlier, I'm mostly eating just once a day, right? I have, like, dinner, and that's it may have fruit before if, if if i have proper fruit i eat fruit but um when i work out which is like around 11 a.m i haven't eaten for 16 hours that's when i work out and then when i finish workout i don't immediately eat afterwards right i eat four to five hours later so that's how i maintain my physique uh that's how i maintain a low body fat percentage and that's how I maintain my muscle, ironically. So, um, yeah, you should definitely always, in my opinion, you should always work out on an empty stomach. And at least if you're not an athlete, if you need to perform, things might be different, but that's my take on it. But do you train on an empty stomach or do you eat before? Nah, I mean, you know I train on an empty stomach, but uh, yeah. I would say, man, I would say, man, like, I don't really agree with the whole running aspect either, man. I would do more sprints or more sleds or like more like oh yeah, tent. like like running. Running, we found like you know we like to be athletic, right? Mm. We want to be like we want to be able to jump, run, like be be super athletic. And so when you running, it has the opposite effect. Um, we 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 found we found a study that we took the sixty meter sixty meter yard sprinters all the way up to marathon runners, right? Mm-hmm. And so from the 60, me- 60 meters had a higher vertical, higher vertical, um, and it's a, it's a step down ladder for like the 100 meter had a little lower vertical, mm-hmm. 200 meter had a little lower vertical, 400 meter had a little vertical, so the marathon runner could barely jump. So, so doing sprint, sprint, short burst, like um, if you want to be athletic, if you just want to yeah. have a, like, if you just want to be good at running that's different but but like we we train a lot of athletes that really want to be athletic and want to yeah. be shredded and want to be like in shape so i would look more like don't think of like running is going to get you like where you want to be look look more into like short like sprints and like burst and like yeah. power like, like uh, and and you'll get more and the thing but funny thing about it is man your hormones will will, will increase nine times and you'll be more shredded cuz some people some people think just running is gonna get them shredded, and it's like mm. it's almost the opposite. You know, you'll get—I mean, you'll lose weight, but you'll lose a lot of like muscle and a lot of like a lot of like power. 
when it comes to that. And that's what keeps that's what keeps um having your muscle like sprinters, sprinters, you see a sprinter's body, man. It's like you look at a sprinter, then you look at a marathon runner. Yeah. Like, give me the sprinter's body, man, ten times out of ten. One hundred percent. I'm with you. I'm with you. I didn't even I didn't even um notice that it was about running. I just mentioned weight loss. But because we talked about fasting, right? So when you have marathon runners, they're always like very slim. They don't have much muscle. They're like they might have a low body fat percentage, but they also are very light because like the less weight you carry with you, whether muscle or fat, the longer you can run, the less energy you need to invest. The same thing holds for, for, for fasting. So if you choose a caloric deficit, <clears throat> if you choose a caloric deficit, and let's say you eat four times uh, throughout the day or five times throughout the day, but in the end you're at a caloric deficit, what happens is that you're more on the marathon side. So you lose more muscle, you lose less fat, and up to, uh, eventually you lose less weight and you have not so much of a difference in your body composition. While it's on the other side, if you do fasting, so prolonged periods of not eating or doing 24-hour fast every now and then, your growth hormones increase, you spare more muscle, because you have more growth hormone, the moment you refeed, you will build more muscle. Because you're fast, your metabolism actually increases. You burn more Great. fat. Great. You see Great. that? You see that? Great. You have that. Great. So fasting is more of a sprinter. That's why it's so, so applicable for, for athletes as well. Every athlete should fast because Great. the moment it's, it's such a good regeneration. And if you start training afterwards and eating, what happens? You build more muscle. Great. So... Great. Crazy. Yeah. It's always I feel, about. I, mean, I, I, I literally, I literally like. I can go two or three days, man, of of, of not eating. And, I, yeah. and when I get back in the gym, man, I'm stronger, man, more athletic, faster. Like, it's crazy. That's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, man. People need that information. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm actually like, I, I was actually planning on doing a um presentation about uh, athleticism and 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 uh, muscle building and fasting. But I need to postpone it because I have some, uh, some things to do later. But um, for everybody who's interested, just check my page. I'm going to do it in the next few days. And um, I'm going to save it so you can check it out. It's a very interesting uh, presentation about muscle building and fasting. All right, my man. We have like 1 minute 30 left. So one last message for the people. What do they need to know? And... Um, I think it's out. your turn today, man. I think it's your turn. It's my turn? Gonna, it's my turn? Close. All right. Yeah. All right. To sum, to sum it up... Um, Focus on your life. Always try, to, um, always try to build what you can build. Control what you can control. Don't buy into that fear-mongering. Always be observant. And um, understand that some people just want bad for you for no reason. They don't know you. They just want to control you. They just see you as cattle. Uh, cattle and they just trying to suck the energy out of you so they can benefit from you. So don't buy into their game. Focus on your own path. Find your soul tribe and build something new and i think that's a good summary and a message for everybody awesome man it's awesome and i appreciate everybody that tuned in man and show, gave us that energy and they love man and, uh follow my boy mr emory man and uh give us some shout outs man show us some love out there in the streets so uh we need exactly. more of this we got to push more of this message out there man because like people don't even know what they don't know so we gotta we gotta we gotta you know what i mean we gotta blaze the trail for them so Exactly, exactly. So we're going to do this next week, uh, hopefully. And um, I'm going to share the books in my stories. So definitely check it out. All right. Peace out. Enjoy your workout. Much love, man. Appreciate you, bro.